In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Hello, everybody, and welcome to, again, I'm too big. I've been coming in too hot. Too big? Hello, and welcome to Brace and Rent and Nedzy Classified School Survival Guide. Today, we'll be talking about Season 2, Episode 1 of Nedzy Classified, uh, of which the title is Something and Something Else. New Semester Electives. New Semester Electives. New Semester Electives. News <clears throat> Mester electives electives hello and welcome to brace and rent and nedzy classified school survival guide my name is brace henderson i'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast today we'll be discussing season two episode one of nedzy classified titled new semesters and electives uh with me as always to break down all things neds is one renan fontes ren how's it going brace it's going great i'm uh, chowing down on a plate of spaghetti right now I've got Fantastic. a Dasani water bottle with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm ready um, to discuss new semester's elections. Yeah, I'm a little bit taken aback right now, and I assumed since this was season two that perhaps your voice was going to be 10 octaves lower. <laughs> My voice dropped over the summer break. <laughs> I'm a big boy now. Yeah, I just assumed. I don't know. That's I, I thought <laughs> all season twos of shows. Hey, Bryce. <laughs> that's, like, that's like puberty, right? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit squeaky to uh, to a very deep voice our boys are growing up they grew up so fast right before our eyes yeah i heard the intro for this season and ned's voice was so much deeper and i was like who is this man he was a boy just a few weeks ago i know so little so young quite the winter break for one devon workizer he drank Uh, milk that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) that's what happens when you drink milk yeah, um, here we are, Ren. Season two of Ned's. Uh, we are kind of one third of the way through Ned's Classified. Yep. Um, and we are ready to to take on season two. And I gotta say, 
I loved the start of season two. Yeah, I thought this was a great premiere. Uh, it was the premiere I feel like the season needed after yep. the last season's back half. Yeah, it felt um, so confident in itself. And so like, uh, we know, like the execs are no longer telling us exactly what to do. It, I think confidence is the right word. It felt, mm-hmm. like, it felt like a more mature show in terms yep. of filmmaking. It, de- it felt more, not as like wishy-washy as season one was. Also, more restrained with music. Did you notice how many quiet scenes there were? Yeah, I did notice that. Big plus, yeah. in my opinion. Really works in the show's favor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we did, keep in mind, Ren, we did get a uh, the rapping montage, but otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We did. Ren, uh, you and I are recording on a, uh, it is a Wednesday night right now, so we're going to have some of that Wednesday midweek energy. Um, Wednesday, am I right, fellas? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, halfway there. Uh, something, something camels. <laughs> yeah. Joe Camel? Uh, no, no, no. He's a cigarette. He's cigarettes. Hump Day is Geico. Yeah. Which I, I think, yeah, if I were Geico, I would just stay far away from camels. You, you're thinking cavemen? You want to go back to the cavemen? I would love to go uh, Bryce and run in cavemen in the house. Hey, they had one season. <laughs> mm-hmm. They did have a season. Um, that was like... Um, I think this is a hot take here, Ren. That show is the equivalent of, that's like the 2000s Ted Lasso. You think so? You think cavemen, meet the cavemen from the Geico, the Geico ads that became a sitcom is the 2000s Ted Lasso? And hear me out. All so right. Ted Lasso started from uh, like a bit on like uh, ESPN or Sports Night or something like that. Like a short, brief little bit. And then became this this whole TV show. Cavemen started as a small little bit, and then they made a whole TV show. The only difference is America wasn't ready to receive cavemen in the way that America is now ready to receive Ted Lasso. You think that Americans have become more comfortable with the idea of commercials becoming TV shows? Yes. Why? I do. Why do you Why? think a cultural shift happened? Um... I think Jake from State Farm had a lot to do with it. I think that we became more familiar with like individuals representing a brand. Um, flow. Flow. Yep. Just in, in general, like, uh, uh, in, what are they called? Uh, inspo. Inspo. Inspirations. And in, in, on Instagram when they're, or influencers. Inspirations. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I think people are just more comfortable with brands existing and like being a part of the media now yeah it's a good thing or a bad thing uh i mean we got ted lasso ted lasso <laughs> wasn't an ad i don't think but it was just like a character like yeah it was just like a little bit that they did on like a, a sports show yeah um all right like so borat. Red. like borat exactly yeah. yeah 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 um but not yeah uh maybe well, I guess it's a bit different because Borat was was like part of a show and stuff. He was, yeah. he was a character who yeah that got fleshed out like the Simpsons actually, like used yeah yeah like how the Simpsons started small and then got like fleshed out in their own show yeah um, just like you and I started um, you know we were part of a, a, a thing and then became uh, our own thing but not to say one thing is bigger than the other all things are you know part of what we are correct we all yeah. come back to things. Um, so 
Ren, uh, not only did Ned go through puberty, but he also, uh, in this episode, is going to start off with the inspiration and uh, tip to make a to-do list. Do you use to-do lists in your daily life? I do, yeah. Yeah, in my work, I do a ton of checklists, cross things off. It's very satisfying. I love a good to-do list. Um, I don't like Ned's use of a list here. How so? So usually a, a to-do list is satisfying because you're doing the things like, it's like a, like take out the laundry, right? It's, um, or like do the dishes. It's like things that you can do in that day or like it's more short, short-term goals. Ned here has more long-term goals and it's not going to be very satisfying to cross those off um, like one every month, you know? I'm going to, I will say the one thing I didn't like about this episode was how quickly the to-do list is done away with. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a season long concept. No, no, they, they get it done with here. Uh, yeah. Ned's talking a lot about kissing. That's right. He's uh, his, his voice changed. So he's a big boy now, which means kissing people on the lips. This is, this is not the first time you and I Ren, have watched a show where in season two, the topic of kissing has <laughs> become very prominent. I guess this is what happens when you, like, cast someone this age, and they visibly mm-hmm. age in between seasons. Yep. Like, you right, really let's... can't, like, avoid that part of life. Yeah, yep, so they just, like, fully embrace it. Uh, in Ned's, they do it in a way that is so much better. <laughs> yes, yeah. I can't imagine it'll be any worse than how Cory in the house handed it, handled it. Yeah. Uh, so... So we have Ned uh, telling him to do this list. Ned's list is to do better in science, to actually read all reading assignments, and to kiss Susie Crabgrass. It's Um, a a bold list. It is super bold. And it's especially bold, Ren, because uh, it's a new season, new relationships. Susie and Loomer are together, which we saw form in the season one finale. They're dating. Um, Loomer is... uh, (laughs) He's been transformed. Yeah. Yeah, he's very uh, proper now. Yes, he, he's wearing a little sweater around his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you, you could find him on like a, on a boat on the weekends. Like a boat? A yacht? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's now dating Susie. Uh, Moe's on her list is that she wants to spend less time with Ned and Cookie. LOL. Um... But she also wants to spend more time with Susie. And go on a date with Seth. Yes. This was one of the few things that was not resolved this episode. No, it was not. No. Uh, so this was interesting to me. I like that Mose um, recognizes that she wants to spend more time with Susie. It feels like a natural progression from her season one arc of like, I want to make a friend who's a girl. We find found her finally connecting with Susie at the end of last season. And now here she is being like, hey, I like want to connect with Susie specifically. And I like that the block isn't on Moe's or Susie's part, but just Loomer's presence in the yes. relationship. It's, yeah. it's a nice way of having conflict without it feeling confrontational. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, Moe's wants to date Seth Powers, who I believe Seth is absent from our season one premiere. Yeah, we don't, uh, season two premiere, Bryce. Season two premiere, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not here today. Mm-hmm. He took a sick day. You th- uh, do you think it's a good idea to miss the first day of school? Even if it's a new semester? No, I don't think it's a good idea to miss the first day of school. Seth should have been here. I think he's in for some trouble when he comes back Tuesday. He's gonna, yeah, he's socially, he's missed so much. 
so much. Yeah, so uh, that's that's kind of the table setting there. Cookie is... <laughs> I mean, new cookie semester, new too. cookie. Yeah, Cookie really grew up. Uh, he's now C, C Cook. P Cookie. P Cookie. Uh, he's covered in bling. That's right. He glows golden if when mm-hmm. the light is right. He his glasses are a thing of the past, is like nerd glasses. He's here to be cool. You know, it, it makes sense to rebrand in a new semester. Mm-hmm. This is the right time to do it. And to Cookie's credit, he does he does successfully pull it off for as long as he wants to. Yeah. Yeah, he does. It's really like the only thing stopping him is like people pulling him back, right? Yeah. Being like, come back to us. Cookie pulls it. Yeah, he does pull it off. That's a great point. Like the rebrand works completely. Mm-hmm. He would have successfully pulled it off. Would have been completely fine. But you know, he would have fundamentally changed who he is. Yeah. Um. So we have Susie and Loomer are uh, gonna be sharing a locker, Bren. Um, Did you ever share a locker in school, Bryce? Out of love? Um, I don't think so. Me neither. No. No, I know I like think some I grades. Used my high school locker that much. Oh, I used mine a ton. Really? Those books were so heavy, Ren. Yeah, I didn't I want to lug those books mine in everywhere. My bag. Yeah, my school was like my high school was three floors, like steep floors up, and then also we had to go outside to get to a building, and then outside to get to another building. That's so a, like, lot of, f- a lot of walking. Yeah, I felt like there was a, a lot of walking, and so we would try to like pick stuff up and dump stuff off throughout the day as much as possible. Yeah, I was at, at my locker a lot. It was a huge resource around. You were a locker boy? <laughs> you like mm-hmm. roaming the halls, knocking on lockers, trying to scare people as they walk through? <laughs> what? <laughs> a locker boy? Knocking on lockers as people... You know, you know like... Like doing a little song like the sharks and the jets do. So okay, so people okay, I'm in a school hallway, high yeah. school hallway. Yep. I have my metal lockers next to me. Yes. Someone is walking towards me, and I just like start banging on it, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm a locker boy." Yeah, more or less. And what, you can do like a why little would dance I do that? or snap or something. Um, no, I didn't do that. Now that I've told you about this, though, do you kind of wish you did? No. Why? Rand, I don't think that this would have accomplished a single thing other it's than not maybe... About accomplishing. It's just, you know, just well, about being. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, be someone who doesn't do that. We'll see. Okay. You got, you got a lot of life left. Well, uh, so Rand, so although I wasn't locker boying, <laughs> um, was I ever bathroom busting? Bathroom busting? As Yeah, crony and paraboy, uh, that's their to-do list. Have you ever been bathroom busted? And what does that mean? I'm assuming that's when you, like, kick someone's stall down when they're in the bathroom. Oh, uh, no. Me neither. No. Uh, that has happened to me. Yeah, their list. So crony and paraboy will walk up to Loomer and they're like, yo, Loomer, this is, a, my, like, our plan. We're going to bust some bathrooms. We're going to skip class, steal some lunch money, and then rock on. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. William's I, bullying days are over. They are over, Susie says. And then we get like a growl sound effect. I'm assuming I haven't seen Tiger King, but I'm it's a reference, you, right? You think it's a reference to Tiger King? Mm-hmm. 
you think Paul Hohen and Scott Fellows knew that a Tiger King situation was brewing? Yeah. They wanted to kind of get ahead of the curve. Well, they probably knew that it would get out eventually. That the Tigers were being king. And, and what's her face killed her? Who is his face? Carol King. There, There's Tiger King and Carol King. Carol King, yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about Carol King. I haven't seen Tigers King. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but there's a there's a, a the Carol girl is in it. She killed her. What's his face? Yeah, uh, Tiger guy. Yeah, and then there's um, Joe, Joe Tiger, Joe Exotic. <laughs> Joe Tiger. <laughs> That's why I'm confused, Red. Do they know each other? Carol King and Joe Tiger. Yeah. Like they're, I think they're like ri- tig- tiger rivals, and that's why that's t- what Tiger King is about. Is like, but how? Like, just who has the most tigers? I guess who has the like, better tigers? The be- okay, so it's like um, like uh, a dog competition. Exactly. Have you seen Best of Show? Yeah, I have. With uh, yeah, so it's, it's yeah. Ba- like Tiger King's basically that for it's that. Okay, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Okay, where were we? They, that all that, that was you and I uh, going off because Susie they played a growling tiger sound effect over Susie. Yep. She Tiger yes. King. She Tiger King does. Um, Ned talks to Moe's about how he's always wanted his first kiss to be with Susie since the fourth grade. Yeah, um, and Moe's is like, well, and Ned's like, by the way, like Moe's, I know we've kissed before, but that doesn't count. What an interesting little detail to bring up. That they've kissed before. Yeah, but it was... When was it, Ren? It was at his fifth birthday party, and her mom made her kiss him. Yeah, it doesn't count. I agree with Ned. Ned yeah, it says doesn't it count. doesn't count. I don't think it counts. But I, I think it's the show's way of trying to be cute. It is, yeah. Uh, but does it count, Ren, when the nurse falls and Ned catches her by her butt? You bet it does, Bryce. And then the nurse thanks Ned by kissing him on the cheek? He's gonna have to relay this story for the rest of his life. So you think now it counts? I don't think it counts because of a kiss on the cheek. Well, it counts after you turn 12, because that's when sins start to count for people. I'm not talking religion, but I have some questions (laughs) about that. I did go to a, a Catholic elementary school in high school, so I should know. But I think sins count all the time. Uh, my grandma told me they only count after you're 12. No, I think that they rack up, and then that's when you can finally, like, let the sins loose. Like, so you, get like, you get, like, sin points, and then when you start going to confessionals, you can exchange the sin? Yeah, for, yeah. yeah. Well, if confessionals had a Chuck E. Cheese system, do you think more people would be religious? Like, you go to confessionals, <laughs> you get a ticket, and then later you can mm-hmm. redeem stuff. Yeah, like a like a, a ping pong paddle with a, a little ping pong ball on it. That you can bounce over and or like over, a, or like, like a five or something. Yeah, like a kazoo. <laughs> um, maybe. Yeah, maybe Catholicism should turn to Chuck E. Cheese prizes, right? I think if Catholicism came to us, we could really work out some things. Rice and running Catholicism in the house, in the <laughs> Lord's house, rebrand. Mm-hmm. um no i think that's a terrible idea (laughs) yeah i'm really out on most of your ideas tonight ren i'll get i'll get i'll get one of you i'll get you on one of them yeah i'm not gonna lock her boy uh i'm not gonna you know 
engage in Chuck E. Cheese religion schemes. Confessionals. Yeah, no. Um, all right, so Ned is going to recognize him and Moe's are both fighting for Susie's attention. This is in- Oh, actually, before that, before that, Cookie needs a posse. Or do Lunar- Loomer's cronies need a Loomer? Yeah, yeah, uh, cr- crony and parrot boy... <laughs> They're looking around because Loomer now, his bullying days are over, so they need someone to follow. And that's when they decide to follow Cookie. Pete Cookie just has so much confidence flowing out of him. How could you not follow him? No. I'd follow him to the promised land. Yeah, he's... Make him, like, the strongest person in school because the henchmen flock to him immediately? Yeah. Yeah, they needed someone and they went to him. They were gra- the gravitational, the social gravitational pull pulled them in to there. I hope we see more of this cookie. Me too. The, I like, like the, uh, I like a little victorious cookie. Yeah, and he he needs some victories. I feel like season one he really just like was loss after loss for him. Yeah, he was a punching bag throughout most yeah. of it. Um. So now, now we can talk about Ned and Moe's recognizing that they're both fighting for Susie's attention. Well, we have to mention one little thing. Okay. Lisa's been following Cookie sadly in all these scenes. Yeah. It's like only behind. like ever for like a second shot on her, but it's mm-hmm. always pointed. Yeah. Yeah, Lisa's emo is really sad about this. We don't know why, but she's just sadly looking at Cookie. And um the so Moe's and Co- and Ned come up with the plan to make Loomer a bully again because Ned wants to break them up, but Moe's doesn't want to. Well, Moses doesn't want to do anything mean. No. no. And then there's there's this really funny bit where... So they're all sitting together, which is interesting at lunch, right? Yeah. Season one, you never would have seen this. Ned and crew always sat with Coconut Head and Squirrely, like all the, uh, the, the geeks, right? Yeah, they season one had very clear clips. The outcasts, yeah. Um, but here, Moe's, Ned... Susie and Loomer all sitting and having lunch together. Uh, I think this was the most I laughed during the episode was this scene. Yeah, with the, the like love triangle. Yeah. Yeah, what happened, Red? So we have Ned staring at Susie, Susie staring at Loomer, Loomer staring at Moe's, and Moe's clearly freaked out by it happening. Mm-hmm. And it's like a slow pan from each character. Yeah, they all like they have love eyes that they give to each other. And then Moses is like, uh, this is awful. This is terrible. Uh, so then, yeah, so that's when Mose is like, okay, Ned, fine, I'll do it, I'll do it. Like, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought thought it was pretty funny. And it was, it was just like a well, both a well-shot scene and then like a well-thought-out scene where it, this show's for kids, right? Yeah. So like, um... And the kids maybe just are watching this single episode. They may have not watched any of season one, but it lays out perfectly like, okay, like who likes who here? That's a good point. It, mm-hmm. it sets the stage pretty clearly for the yep. season without so, like a whole season worth of buildup. Um, uh, is it Lisa Zemo is concerned about Cookie? Is, yes, she Lisa's, that looking here? For, Lisa's looking for Cookie. It's right here. Yeah, uh, and that's when Ned's like, don't worry about it, P-Cookie is just a face. And we get the P-Cookie music video. He's not afraid to hang out with the 8th graders. 
Pikuki, Pikuki. <laughs> hey, it's a that, little infectious. Yeah, the shot that killed me, Ren, like I was rolling, was the end shot where <laughs> Cookie has a tower of the, um, sham- like, the champagne glass and he's pouring RC Cola. Yeah, yeah, he has he's pouring RC Cola into these like the stack of ta- this tower of champagne glasses. Also, my favorite part. <laughs> Yeah, I also oh. love Fog just filling the cafeteria as he walks in. Who is it? What? Fog. 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 I just said Bog. I was like, who the heck is Bog? You know the Bog? The James K. Polk Bog. Bog monster. <laughs> Should we record an episode in a Bog? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really... A Bog is like where Yoda lives, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Let me look up some Massachusetts Bogs. Yeah, uh, you you do that. I don't know if there's any bogs we can visit, or if they're all privately owned bogs. We can go to the uh, f- the Nature Trail and Cranberry Bog in Foxborough. Uh, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we could, because you know what those are, right? What? Like the cranberry bogs? Tell me about them. That's like where cranberry juice comes from, Ren. So we can get. So we can bog in juice. Yes. Yeah. You and I could bog together in the juice, while we sure. podcast about Ned's. We could do like a uh, the ocean spray guys. We could be like them. That's a, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Cool. I want to hang out in that bog. Um. Okay. I'll I'll look into it. Maybe <laughs> our Patreon will sponsor us for the holidays. <laughs> so Moe's and Nedren, uh, they're gonna pretend to go out. They... I feel like we saw this plot line last season too, right? Yeah. Okay. It's not just me. When did okay, they do I this in season sure. one? I couldn't remember when I knew that there was that episode where Moe's and Ned heard rumors that like the other one liked the other or something like that. Um, where, yeah, didn't this happen? This definitely happened, right? To make someone jealous, I thought it was like literally the same thing. I'm like, and the didn't the huge crew get mad? Uh, maybe I'm pretty sure this happened. Either way, it's it's not like they turned it into a plot point here, just for this one scene. Okay. It's yeah. just a joke. Yeah, they they do this, right? And Moses surprisingly... Um, yeah, I wrote Moses surprisingly cool with this because it was like, I know last season she was so resistant to the whole, like, Ned possibly likes her thing. Um, but yeah, so they, like, try to hold hands and, like, be cuddly down the hallway. They decide it's too weird. Uh, that's when Ned opens up the locker room. And Moe's maybe sees some tongue. That's right. The weasel kisses Ned on the lips, and Ned has to go get rabies shots. And Moe's is insisted that there was tongue. <laughs> there was Did tongue. you see any tongue? I didn't see any, but it doesn't mean that there wasn't any. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, Ned denies it. Ned's like, this kiss doesn't count. And Moe's is like, well, I definitely saw some tongue. And so. if there was tongue, it counts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, all right, and then Lisa Zemo is going to call out Cookie. Yeah, P. Cookie steals a table. Mm-hmm. You know, Bryce, Cookie used to be cool, but now he's just a bully in fly clothes who thinks he's fly. Yeah, he he's thinks not. he's fly, but he's not. <laughs> what do you first... think about this little exchange? Yeah, it's the uh, first time someone has used the word fly um, since, like, the 90s. And I'm surprised you didn't hear it in Corey in the house or Phantom of the Megaplex. 
Yeah. We watched a lot of things where fly would have come up. Like, it could have come up naturally. Yeah, nothing was fly there. But here, you know, Cookie used to be fly. Not anymore. Uh, the huge crew is back, Ren. That's right. And they're going to do what they do best. Smash Ned's foot, spray his face with lemon juice, and kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> The sheer absurdity of it really caught me off guard. Honestly, like, it's so funny watching the episode with all the, like, all the scenes of people kissing Ned's, like, Ned is one thing, but, like, talking it through, we're like, this is now the third person to kiss Ned in a single day. Like, what is it about Ned that attracts these yeah, people to him? It is, I think it's pretty funny. It's <laughs> the like, lemon and juice pucker. Yeah, yeah, and so, again, Ned is like, it doesn't count. There was a lemon pucker. Uh, I, I kiss Ned was on their collective list. Yeah. Of their semester <laughs> goal. Just one of them, I guess. It transfers to the rest. And then Loomer is going to run to Ned for help, but hide in the duffel bag. Uh, I, am I missing? I think I may miss something. What is this duffel bag? Okay, so Loomer runs over and he tells Ned, pretend I'm your duffel bag or I'll beat you to a pulp. Because he's okay. trying to get away from Susie. But why does Ned have a giant human-sized duffel bag? Because Ned's just the kind of dude who hangs out with men-sized bags. Okay. You're telling I, me so I wasn't miss I wasn't missing anything. <laughs> You're okay. telling me this kid wouldn't hang out with a man bag? No. Six no, foot I don't tall think... bag. Yeah, that doesn't sound like Ned to me. I don't know, Bryce. <laughs> uh well luckily, lucky for Ned, he has it, and Lumor's able to hide in this duffel bag. Um, and he's worried about breaking up with Susie. She's got a temper. Yeah, she has a temper. So Moe's is going to, Moe's like, I'd give you advice, but you always go to Gordy for a man plan anyway and never listen to me. Uh, so but they listened to her this time. And go to Gordy for his man plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah, did they... like uh, Loomer telling Susie that Ned hasn't seen him from the bag as they leave. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as they walk by, Ned has to, like, pick up this giant duffel bag with Loomer supposedly in it just for Susie to be like, hey, where's Loomer? Uh, it's a good, it's, yeah, it's a good, like, visual bit. Um, but I'm worried that, like, that's a lot of strength. You don't think Ned has it in him? To carry that bag? I mean, he makes it all the way to Gordy. That's true. So, Ned, uh, setting this up, Ned then goes to Gordy with a human-sized duffel bag with a very clear human in it and says, Gordy, I need your help. What is Gordy thinking, Red? Gordy's thinking, I gotta grab my dolls. <laughs> I was I was leading more to, like, maybe does Gordy think that Ned has a body? Oh, well, I'm, you know, even if Gordy thinks that, he needs his dolls to visualize his feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Gordy has dolls here uh, that he demonstrates like relationship struggles with um, and really there's only one of uh, like Loomer has one of two options presented he, by Gordy he can become wimpier so Susie grows tired of him or he can become bullier so Susie grows tired of him repulsed by the leatheriness <laughs> as Gordy puts it so uh, they're not sure what to do which one might work so they flip a coin also, during this, uh, Gordy does, like, some voices that I... One of which is Cosmo's voice. Yeah, straight up Cosmo. Yeah. 
Um, but another one is like this British, I don't know what it was, but it was great. He does some really good voices here, Ren. Let's uh, hear it for Dean Norris. Yeah, it was his Aaron birthday Norris. this week. Dean Norris is in Breaking Bad, I think. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Dean Norris oh, is Hank. Let's hear it for both. Yeah. Hank um, and Gordy. Yeah, maybe I'll share a picture of Dean Norris this week uh, as uh, some <laughs> Dean Norris appreciation. <laughs> Dean week? Yeah. We could do a yeah. If we get Grinch week, yeah. Let's watch uh, select episodes of Breaking Bad where Dean is heavily featured. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Uh. So then, Moe's. Uh. Okay. No. 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 So they flip a coin. They're not sure what to do. Um. While we wait in anticipation to find out what the coin is gonna have them do, uh, Lisa Zemo will be shaking down a kid. We thought using the word fly was weird, Ren. Uh, she'll be shaking down a kid for his cheddar. That's right, and she looks like a greaser. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he does look like a greaser here. And uh, so then she's going to... Does she get the money? Does she get anything out of it? She must, right? Yeah. I mean, the exchange is done. The boy has been beat. So uh, then Cookie will tell Crony and Parrot, because uh, Cr- Cookie gets really shook by this. Yeah, he doesn't like what he's seeing. Yeah, Zemo's doing it to illustrate a point. Uh, she thinks Cookie's the coolest kid she's ever met, uh, like, before he did all these changes. Um, and that's what Cookie, yeah, so he's like, Crony, Parrot, go think for yourselves. Go do your own thing. Um, and Cookie and Susie, uh, sorry, Cookie and Lisa walk away together. Ren, did you hear what Cookie had to say before, like, while they're walking away? He likes her outfit. <laughs> this show's getting good at buttons. Yeah, they are. It, yeah. Ha- it hasn't always been, but this episode, it knows how to end a scene. Um, ever since Rest of Development, Ren, everything leather has made me uncomfortable. <laughs> You're not a fan of the leather daddies? No. No, I'm not. Should you and I record an episode in a leather club so you can get over your prejudices? No, no, that sounds also like something I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm perfectly comfortable being uncomfortable by leather. By leather? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so now let's wrap the segment up, Ren. All right. Uh, Susie is going to break up with Loomer. He's too wishy-washy. Yeah, yeah, a little bit too too wishy-washy, like kind of too wimpy. Uh, that's when he shows up and he's back to being his full bully self. She likes it. She likes a man to take charge. Good, just good classic comedy from Ned's. It is, yeah. Nice so now, switch. Loomer and Ned followed Gordy's advice and it backfired. Now Loomer is in even deeper with this relationship. Ned is uh, looking like even less likely to potentially uh, date Susie Crabgrass. However, Susie's gonna um, like charge at him, pin him against the wall, and kiss him. I honestly thought this was a dream sequence for Me the first few seconds. Yeah. Uh, in which Susie then explains, uh, "Oh, most told me about your like your uh, dream to have your first kiss with me. I thought it was cute, but I'm still going out with Loomer, so you know we can't be together." Uh. Would, should Loomer be upset about this? I don't think Loomer cares. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, something I like about this little sequence also is Loomer's cronies. 
latching onto Susie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. So, cause they've been dumped by cookie um, and dumped by Loomer. And so that's why uh, they're going to go to the next most powerful thing, which is Susie here. I hope this sticks. I really hope this sticks. Oh my gosh, Susie with Crony and Parrot Guy would be fantastic. Like, it's a character combination I haven't even thought of before, no. but I want it desperately. I, I don't think it'll stick, but I also hope it does. Like, at least for an episode. Play around with it a bit, please. <laughs> and so then, um, this seg- segment will end with Loomer chasing Ned and Cookie, like, through the halls. That's right, he has his scheduled beatings back on. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Ned's at the top of the list. But um, great, wonderful, and weird segment. Yeah, it really throws us back into the Ned universe. It feels so much more well realized than season one did. Yeah, doesn't it? Uh, and it feels like there's a clear direction that they'll be taking us this season. Um, the segment reminds me because of like the way that it backfires on Loomer. Like it does remind me a lot of like the dance episode as well. Yeah, with just like the like the relationship aspects. Um. I think Cookie's plot was kind of like, leave it or, like, take it or leave it. Yeah, um, I could have, you know, it it could fit in any episode. Yeah, yeah. And but if I, any... do, I do like what it kind of says about Cookie's character, though. I, f- I hope this is, like, a deliberate shift in how he's being portrayed. Yeah, well, I was going to say, if, if anything, it... I, I liked the plot. I didn't like it here, necessarily, mm-hmm. because it's, like, start of season two when we're now missing this right we're missing yeah. cookie interacting with the gang um but it kind of like mirrors the start of season one though with him in his puffy jacket where he it's was him, just like it's, it's him yeah. rebranding at the start of each semester imagine season three starts like this too I, if it does i'll be very pleased <laughs> yeah it'd be fantastic right uh okay so we have ren some tips to look at all right okay we have uh, tip number 417.3 ASAP. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm doing these out of order. I'll do the, the other one first. All right. Uh, tip number 417.2 TD. Make a new semester to-do list. Do you You're feel like, like a, yeah. a to-do list for a whole semester is a good idea? I mean, yeah, like long-term goals, yes. Like I, I've already kind of talked about it. I don't like how they did it here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, it's good to have long-term goals. Yeah. Good to have something to work towards. Yeah. Uh, what would you rate it? B. Yeah, I would say like a B, probably as well. Um. Okay, so then the follow-up to that is tip number four one seven point three ASAP. Get started doing things on your list ASAP. Feeling of accomplishment is awesome. Hmm. I mean, it's good to start on things right away, I guess, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's it's important to pace yourself. Oh, definitely it is. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, I like the idea of getting started. Like, maybe looking at like a short term goal mm-hmm. here. Um. It's not but, a bad tip in principle. Yeah. Like, I, I would give it, like, an A, actually, right? Like, just get, like if you make a list, like, just get started on it right away. All right, we can do A. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what else we got. Uh, I think that's it, actually, for the first segment. 
All right. It, it seemed only, like there weren't that many tips. Yeah, but they only there blessed us with good two tips. tips. Yeah. Just Better really tips that... than the end of season one were given us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think both, like, the tips here seemed focused on, like, have, like, on this whole list thing. And then we saw all the characters having their own separate, like, lists. Yeah. So. All right. Um... Okay, so now, Ren, we're moving on to electives. That's right, Bryce. Day. Electives day. This felt like um, another like pilot redux. Yeah. Right? We literally had an episode where, last season, where, and it was the, the second segment of the show, where the three main characters were trying to figure out what elective they were going to take. Do you think this is excusable because it's part of the school experience? Um, or do you do think you... the second segment should have focused on something else? So do I think like the topic was overkill? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that the first season covered it well enough with them looking at different electives. Because it, uh, they kind of get to the same point about the episode they do. second too. Like yeah. it's okay to do something different in, than your friends. Yep. Yeah, because so in this case, this is literally the, the same setup of like, hey, the three of us have to stick together, but this time Moses on board. Last time Moses wanted nothing to do with them. Um, this time Moses is like, yeah, I'm down, but also like we should do. They all want to do different things, right? So Moses wants to do woodshop. Cookie wants to go to life science because he actually kind of liked it, and also it's now titled Life Science Extreme. Monroe's tr- doing some rebranding of his own. Mm-hmm. And then Ned wants to do cooking because he believes it to be an easy A. So that's, I mean, that's our setup here. And then they'll, um, it's elective day. So the premise is that they will be trying out different electives all day long. Which is a fun idea for an episode. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's different enough from the original segment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now we actually see them all like in the different, places right and so monroe will pitch life science extreme um this is something he's excited about because he wants more people to be involved but the big question all episode long run the running joke what is so extreme about it monroe hasn't figured that part out yet no no um yeah and so cookie still has the baby with him from last semester home over the holidays (laughs) yeah he wanted to make sure it was taken care of Ned's like, that baby has to go back, Cookie. He gotta bring it back. I love the damage the baby goes through during mm-hmm. this episode, which yeah. is also taken from another segment, right? We've seen that before. Yes. Yeah, we saw, um, there was the episode where uh, Loomer took the baby and then was giving the baby back, like, limb by limb. Okay, so I feel like I feel like enough is happening here where we kind of have to discuss it a bit more in depth, all these similarities. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think's happening here? I, do you feel like maybe the writers recognize that season one was a bit lesser, so they're trying to polish concepts that weren't fully realized? Yeah. Yeah, I think that this, um, they came into season two with, all right, how do we, again, set this up similar to, similarly to how we did the first year? They probably know that they're getting more episodes this time around um, and that they're more able to flesh out the storylines that they want. Um. So I think that's why they did this. And they I think, honestly, that they... 
I don't know. Did they really need to explain to us why Moe's was still in Woodshop and why Cookie and Ned were still in Life Science? Probably not. Um, they could have just said, like, oh, it's a year-long commitment and called it a day. Yeah. So. It's yeah, interesting. It's mm-hmm. interesting that they're lifting so much from season one. Yeah. Uh, and it's, like, it's not that I didn't enjoy this, like, segment. Yeah, I liked it. I think it was funnier than... I think it's funnier than what it takes from season one. But it's yeah. very clearly derivative of stuff we've seen. Of it. Yeah, so, because Ned is going to... Um, we, this is also, Ned mentioned this in the first segment and now mentions here as well that his grades were not as good as he wanted them to be. He didn't even get the year. straight B's he wanted. Yeah. Um, so I guess we were kind of on the money with that. We were. Yeah, we kind of figured that out, that Ned was not not necessarily the brightest bulb. Um, okay, uh, so they're going to go to Woodshop first. Right, the three of them. Um, they're going to try out Woodshop. Moe's doesn't want to disappoint Chopsaw. She's like, so we have to check this out. We uh, get a montage. We do. We get a montage, Rin. Uh, anything ha- good happening in this montage? Uh, Cookie throws the baby into a fan, and the baby gets sawed in half by another student. Mm-hmm. Lisa Zemo shoots wood glue into her nose. Uh, Ned Awful. stands down <laughs> Chopsaw's back with a power yeah. tool. <laughs> Which, Which is you're not... Yeah, and that's not... one of the most horrifying injuries he's endured so far. Oh, I was going to say the opposite. Oh, you think it's one of the lightest? Yeah. Yeah, there was in season one, he like got his arm mangled with like a giant corkscrew. I feel like getting my skin sanded down would be immensely <laughs> painful. Yeah, it looked like uh, it wasn't that red, though. It, it didn't look it didn't look that bad, but I think that's like a Nickelodeon. Like, we can't show you how bad this would <laughs> really be. <laughs> Because it's not like one of his prosthetic mm. limbs. Yeah. It's his back. Um, so then, so the, yeah, we get this whole montage here. Uh, also, like, they're going to not do well in Woodshop, right? Things are going to kind of fall apart. Yeah, everyone but Moe's is doing terribly. Yeah. Um, okay, then they're going to go to Art. Ren, uh, Lisa Zemo will still have the glue in her nose. <laughs> the baby gets Jokerfied. Yeah, I said Cookie lost baby and baby is now clown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the crony and parrot boy are gonna um, pretty much like decorate the baby's face. Is Loomer involved in this at all? I think he is. I think he is painting the baby. Okay. okay. Um, and then Ned paints that he sucks at painting and Moses like, me too. So she was just painting the words me too. Yeah. Like, she, did right. she know Ned was gonna ask her that? Mm-hmm. Or say that he stinks at painting? Yeah, do you think they planned it out? Like, Moe's, I have this great idea for a bit in a few minutes. Yeah, but because, you know, the, the camera crew's coming in soon. We gotta have something prepared for them. This is actually a documentary like The Office. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll try out choir, Ren, and uh, we get Coconut Head back in action in season two. Singing his lungs out. Yeah, he sings, he hits like a really long, deep note. And we also, uh, the choir teacher is new to us, correct? I think we've seen him. He's beard, like, uh, we've seen his face before. Yeah. He has uh, a closing tag. Yeah, he's like a 360 beard. Yeah. All around his face. Um, He really likes the singing in Coconut Head. Is going to get, like, nervous and then run away crying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. And... 
Cookie sits on a baby. Cookie will sit on the baby at lunch. But he's doing that because he feels like it'll better protect the baby. Do you agree? At this point, I think I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah, where the baby's already been taken and sawed in half and painted on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coconut Head is getting teased for being good at singing, he says. Uh, They also, in this lunchtime discussion, talk about they... um, Loomer says something along the lines of like uh, alludes to making a substitute teacher cry, which is like, is that talking about the student teacher in season one? Hmm, interesting. We haven't yeah. seen him since, so maybe. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Uh, they then, uh, we get a flashback, Ren, to what they did with the baby last year. They rocket shipped it. Mm-hmm. They strapped it to a rocket and it exploded last semester and mr monroe caught them yes um which is that's just ridiculous how did they pass that class i mean other than that they did pretty good right i guess so yeah i guess they did uh i mean not really red we watched all of last season that baby went through a lot maybe mr monroe just had pity on them yeah yeah it feels bad they only got a b they did you know it's like an 84 uh, so we're hearing a little bit more about cooking, Ren, and the lunch lady is going to be teaching it. And she's reading a book about, like, teaching, what is it, teaching cooking for dummies? It's teaching electives for dummies. Yeah, teaching electives for dummies. Uh, but that, that's, like, a super 90s thing, right? The, te- like, blank for dummies. That is a super 90s thing. Yeah, it was, like, prior to the internet. The internet really destroyed that as a concept, didn't it? Now we just got Wikipedia. You got Google. Yeah. Yahoo. Just Google it. Yeah, how to teach an elective. No one needs to spend time reading like a because those books were thick. Just Bing it. Just Bing it. Yeah, Bing just is here to save it. the day. Uh okay. And so then, um, Ned envisions that in cooking class, uh, him, Cookie, and Mose will stir like a cake and then put it in the oven and it'll come out looking good and then we transition to the actual situation where ned burns a cake uh and the oven like explodes and lunch lady scolds them all for thinking this this would be an easy a i don't blame them though is there such a thing as an easy a bryce with like electives yeah i think yes depending on i think it's depending on the teacher not the subject Mm -hmm. i agree yeah Yep. Um, where it could be like a tricky class, but if like the teacher's lenient or the teacher like is willing to work with you or just puts out really easy testing quizzes, then yeah. Yeah. I think it's an easy A. Um and so so Red, we're gonna get down to uh Cookie and Ned go uh uh Cookie has to return the baby. And Loomer and Crony are very sad to see the baby go. But Bryce, they can get a, a baby of their own with this one easy step. What's that? Join Life Science Extreme. Oh, so that sounds really appealing, Ren. For Do them. you think BMX biker Matt Hoffman would take Life Science Extreme? So Okay, so that's a great point, Ren. Wasn't Life Science already extreme with BMX racer uh, Matt Hoffman? 
Kind of. And BMX racer Matt Hoffman was one of Mr. Monroe's personal friends. Yeah, so just have him come back. It's it's as simple as that. We figured it out. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's going to come back, though. No, I don't think right. so. I think he was only contractually obligated for one episode. It was like high budget, right? I mean, he was, I, he was a guest star. Yeah, it was a lot of money. I'm I'm thinking he took most of season one's budget. That's why the that's why all the episodes after his were so bad. He negotiated. Uh, he said, "I want fifty percent," and they said, "Of what? The like the ad space for the like the ad uh, ad earnings for the episode?" He was like, "No, no, of Whatever the whole you budget make from now until the show is canceled." <laughs> <laughs> And they said, okay, it's worth it. The show will probably get canceled like uh, in season one, right? We'll be fine. But Scott Fellows kept paying Matt Hoffman his salary for three years. Damn. Damn. Oh, okay. So then, Ren, they will take Life Science Extreme. And, and they get a baby chucked at them. They all get their babies thrown at them. And sure enough, Ren. Uh, what is so extreme about it? They all get to make their own rockets and launch their babies. Just once. But once is enough. Yeah. Uh, is that extreme enough to make the whole, title of the whole class Life Science Extreme? It is for me. Yeah. I mean, look, you're going to shoot a baby into space. You only need to do it once. That's good. That's That high is going to carry you for the rest of the semester. Yeah, so... So, like, you'll be, like, uh, like in the middle of the semester with, like, the baby exam coming up. And it's like, oh, God, this is awful. But at least we got to launch the baby. Good thing I launched that baby six weeks ago. Yeah, it keeps me going. This is yeah. all I have. Uh, and, like, that's it. Like, and so Moe's decides, uh, so Cookie and Ned decide, all right, let's just do life science together. And Moe's is like, I'm going to stick with Woodshop. So, uh, status quo. Yeah. Yeah, everything is the exact same. In a way, I kind of admire that the show thinks this is important enough to dedicate a whole segment to. It's cute that like little things like this are given genuine weight for the characters. Even though it's derivative for us, I can appreciate it on that level. Yeah. Yeah, I and like I think it was fun to get to see him like go through art, inquire. Um, I almost wish that we saw more electives. To be Me honest, too. I feel like that would have been a perfect opportunity for a montage. Yeah, especially like start of season two. Let's bring in some different teachers, um, in like different environments, right? So like I would have loved to see like Mister Quest in the computer lab for like a computer science elective, right? Um, but oh well, like yeah. they didn't give it to us, and it it is what it is. I still had fun, but uh, like the segment flew. It did. This episode was fast in general. Yeah. It's it's very snappy. It feels wittier than it mm -hmm. was. Yeah, like tighter, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Lots, uh, let's... A lot of less... Lot, not as much space between mm -hmm. dialogue, but that might only be noticeable because we just watched Phantom of the Megaplex. Which is full of pauses. Hooray for Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> In uh, your neighborhood. Uh, my name is Mick Uroni. I need some money. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. Horrible actor. 
Man, and be, imagine being like a comedy icon and legend of your time only to be taken down the next generation, like viewed so <laughs> negatively and poorly by the next generation due to uh, your late your late life gig in Phantom of the Megaplex. Honestly, I hope this stands as a warning to other late in life actors. Yeah. You know, consider the roles you're actually taking. Yeah, just you stop. You never know who the next Bryson Renner going to be. No, no. <laughs> Uh, with that said, Rick Moranis, if you're listening, please come back. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I should hate, like, uh, Rick moranis a We should, like, the fact that he left Hollywood makes me so upset. He's <laughs> fine. He's, like, just out there living his best life. Yeah, um, good for him. Must be a yeah. hard life to get out of. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing it all on his own. Um, Ren, uh, tip number 375. If you're good at it, take it. Mm. <laughs> okay, let, let's uh, let's just take this at face value, independent of any context. If you're good okay. at it, take it. Okay, so Ren, you let's take for example. Uh, so if you're good at it, it has to be like something that takes some kind of skill. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's something that you could be good at? You could be good at jumping jacks. Okay. Um. How do you take it? <laughs> if you're good at it, take it. You're How do I take jumping jacks? So like, click, like copyright. <laughs> I I guess I have to do a. I'll do as many jumping jacks as I can to get in the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay. And I'll just You'll... make it like my thing, and I'll turn my name to a jumping jack. <laughs> so anytime anyone does jumping jacks, they have to pay me money because it's my name. Yeah. And by take so take it, you'll be taking the money and taking the record. Exactly. And taking Jumping Jack as my name. Okay. <laughs> uh, Brayson, I took Br- it. Yeah, Bra- Brayson Jumping Jack in that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like um like a, like a Fortnite username or something. <laughs> Jumping Jack 265. <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, uh, it's with with the context if you're good at it take it like i don't think that's necessarily good right um because how do you develop new skills if you just do what you're good at exactly it's a good thing to learn new things yeah you know there's logic behind it if you if you really want that easy a then sure if you're good at it take it yeah if Um, you want to learn something take something else this feels like a d tip let's go with d okay uh Tip. So uh, I've I've been trying to uh, figure out this like Ned tip language, as you know. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of lost with both these, and I'm, I'm hoping you can help me out. This is tip number three sixty three point B T S. B is in boy. T S. T is in Tom. S is in Sam. Don't let teasing stop you, because someday the teasing will stop. Behind the school. Yeah, Behind I don't. The school. Uh. Uh, something about teasing stop, like bully tease stop. Maybe. Bully bullies bullies teasing stops. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, it could be any of those. Uh, also, is uh, BTS is like a. Uh, let's see. Korean boy band. Yeah, that's what I thought. Should we become a boy band? No, no. I was I just like saying. Other guys just like no. us. Yeah. Okay. There's so six we, of them. We find one six, other seven of them? We, we find a Bryce alike. Then we find a third guy who's like the both of us. 
Okay. Yeah, we can interview some people if you want. Uh, have you been watching? Uh, do you watch Curb at all? No, I don't. No. Okay. You, you can tell me about it. What's Larry up to? Uh, he uh, uh, not Larry, but his his housemate Leon, um, was gonna go on a like round trip like world tour of asia with uh his girlfriend mary ferguson but then uh he got in a fight with mary ferguson or something like that uh, no 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 mary ferguson ran into a glass door so leon said okay i can't take her um so he auditioned mary ferguson's in la because they needed the name was already on the passport or like on the the ticket so it had to be a mary ferguson and I, uh... so I like the shenanigans that JB Smoove gets himself into. Yeah. Yeah. He's very funny. I like him a lot. Yeah, so then I'm hoping all season long this there's only two episodes so far, but second se- second episode was a different Mary Ferguson and things went south with her. I'm really hoping that every episode we get a different Mary Ferguson. That's a fantastic bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we'll see if it plays out that way. I think it will. I mean, it's curb, so Yeah. Larry um, Okay, uh, don't let teasing stop you because someday the teasing will stop. And I think that's like actually kind of a solid tip, um, right? Like don't let them get you down. Yeah, don't let them get to you. Yeah. Don't so, let anyone ever stop you. I would say like an A or a B. I'm going to go with B. Okay. Uh, right, so this last one is tip number 377.9 ED. You'll always do great with a great teacher. Education? Yeah, that's what it's got to be, right? Yeah. Or, like, environmental disaster. You'll always do great with a great teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I guess if your teacher's good at teaching. And you can't really control that. I No. Well, I guess if you're looking for electives, you can choose a teacher you know you is can. good. Yep. B? Uh, yeah, I think it's, like, a B tip, right? But that, that's it is kind of common sense, too. Like, go with yeah. the teacher that you're comfy with. But, you know. Um, Rent. Let's do you want to look at some grades here? Yeah, who's who are our honors kids now? We added yeah. to so we have seven people in honor in honors role now. I almost think, um, based on the content we got this week, I don't know if we have to touch anyone in CP because it felt like we were so confined to our honors group, friend, which is Ned, Lisa Zemo, Susie Crabgrass, Gordy, Loomer, Mose, and Cookie. So you want to look at all of them or do you want to pick a few? I think, um, I don't know. Like with honors, I feel like the whole point is that we do kind of look at them each week. Okay. Um, doesn't mean, I don't know. Like, I think what, let's set some initial ratings here and <laughs> then just based on, and we're going based off of like just this episode alone. And then okay. week to week, we can look at these honors kids and see like slash Gordy. I keep saying kids. Um, but we can look at them and then see if there are any that any grades that should be going up or down. Right. So we don't need to hit each kid each week necessarily. So on, on that note, I don't think we need to do Gordy this week. Okay. I well, can we, I, th- there's so little to work off of Ren, but okay. I would like, I would like to set, set them for everyone. Okay. Okay. Um, let's start. So let's kind of work our way backwards then with maybe less screen time to most starting with Gordy. Okay. And just see, like, all we have to work off of is this doll scene, and then, uh, which goes south for the characters. Uh, academics, Ren. 
What did we get of Gordy's intelligence in this scene with the dolls? I'm thinking a C. Okay. You know, it shows emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. But, huh? I don't know. His execution is flawed. It is flawed. flawed. Yeah, I would say, like, social status is good, though. Is, yeah. like, in the B range because the kids went to him. I think we can keep his social status at a B. Okay. Um, in terms of power, right? Hmm. He has power to influence here, but then uh, it like didn't really work out super well for him. A C? I'd like maybe a C plus. Okay. I still feel like like he had a lot of power in the situation. It just didn't turn out. And stamina. I mean, those voices, Ren. That takes a lot of energy. You know, you got to keep going back and forth. Your brain yeah. is on. Yeah, and I'm sure that that wasn't the first, like, situation he had to solve that day. Definitely not. When you're a janitor at that level, you're working with people all day. Yeah, I'm sure he was probably doing voices for hours. Maybe days. Who's to say that his speaking voice isn't a voice? Who knows? Yeah, who knows what Gordy sounds like? He Should could... we go yeah, he could sound like a like a hollow tree. <laughs> Have you seen Dune? Uh, my dad. I haven't seen him lately. No. Has your dad? Has your dad seen Dune? No, not yet. I, I haven't seen Dune. Does, my okay. dad may have watched Dune. I'll see him this week and I'll ask him. I'll tell him that Ren told me to ask you if you've seen Dune. All right. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Or I'll, uh, uh, Jumping Jack told me to, t- to ask you. Uh, okay. So. Uh, let's look at maybe Lisa Zemo next. Okay. She wasn't in our second segment. She was in the first one. Oh, she was very briefly in the second segment. Uh, academics, how's she doing? I think we can say she's a smart student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's. I would put her probably at like a B plus right now. B plus? Yeah. That seems fair. Yeah, we don't really have much to work off of here, but like socially, um, he's kind of a nobody, but not in like a bad way. Yeah. Uh, I feel like she's probably, of our honors group, probably our weakest socially. What are you thinking? C, C minus? Yeah, I would say like a C minus. Okay. For her. Um, how much power does she have? She had the power to fix Cory? I have to fix Cookie. Oh, no. <laughs> Got Cory on the brain. <laughs> she had the power to fix Cookie and mm-hmm. steal that kid's cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a B, right? <laughs> Give me a cheddar. Yeah, it's like a B. Yeah, she had some okay. decent power there. And then stamina. Um, she shot horse glue up her nose. I was going to mention that she followed Cookie around all day. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I don't know which is more impressive. Holding the horse glue in her nose all day, which is already congested and pretty clogged up. What do you think? Um, I don't know, like a B minus maybe? I think that's fair. All right, next up, uh, you want to do Loomer or Susie Crabgrass? Do Loomer. Okay. All right, academically, Loomer's gone prep, but has his grades improved? I think being with Susie would make his grades improve. Okay, so, like, maybe to, like, a C? Yeah, let's say C. That feels like an improvement for him. And then socially, uh, he's still turning to Ned for advice. But he's with Susie now, so that naturally mm-hmm. increases his social status. Yeah, everyone knows who he is, yeah. Um, to like a B minus? I'm thinking B minus exactly. I think his okay. loomerness brings it down. What about his power, Ren? It's it's lowered. Yeah. He gets it kind of back at the end. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, he's he's not where he used to be. No, no, I would like. Uh, I don't know where he used to be, but I would say like in general, power is probably as weak as like maybe like a D plus. Okay. Yeah, I know that feels kind of really low. at the will of Susie right now. Yeah. Um. Okay, and then lastly, his stamina. Hmm. I mean, it takes a lot to be uh be taken um to be like putting up with Susie all day. I'm feeling like a C. Yeah. And he he also like he's kind of holding back on his bullying. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk Susie Crabgrass, Ren. All right. Um, how is she academically? She's like got it all together, right? Probably like an A. Yeah. She's socially. Yeah, socially. Another A. A. Power. A. Yeah. Easy. And then stamina. Should we give her an A minus just to humble her a bit? Let's humble her a little bit. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, she is. She's like Moses' counterpart. Let's look at Moe's next. Okay. Um, because like realistically, are is it is she at the same? Is she like pretty much A's across the board? I would Academically, say socially, power. I'd say that A that Moses are A student. Yeah. Um, we'll see if that changes if she has any downfalls this season. But yeah, she she just presents so well. Ned, academically, we learned, is not a B student, Ren. That's right, so we can only put him at a C. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll change this year. I mean, he did memorize a uh, a single... What was it? He memorized carbon yeah. on the elemental table. You know, that's one. Like, that's yeah. something he didn't know. Yeah, more than I knew last year, he says. Uh, and it's socially... I mean, uh... he's now sitting with... Susie and Loomer. That's true. Right. So, oh, hold on. So you're you're right. He is sitting with Loomer and Susie. So that is a bit noticeable improvement. And it seems like everyone's generally friendlier this semester too. So I think we could put Ned's social status at like a B B minus. Yeah, for- you're feeling a B minus. I'm feeling or a B minus for social. Yeah. Yeah. What uh power? How much power does he have? Hmm. Well, people are still coming to him for help. But he didn't have the power to control his own first kiss. So he's still a bit on the weak side. He didn't have the power to get the elective he wanted. Okay. Like a D? Yeah. Yeah, I would say probably like a like a D. And then lastly, what about his stamina? Hmm. He's hanging um, in there. He's getting through the school year. He is getting through the school year. Um, it's kind Ooh. of a lot, right? The guidance master. B? Yeah, I'd say a B feels right. Um, he has a lot ahead of him. I'm excited to see where this season goes, Ren. Season Me too. two has had a lot of like high points, low points. I oh, sorry, season one had a lot of high points and low points. I think season two is gonna really um make the show feel so much more fluid Uh, i've also like to be like completely candid i feel like i've seen season one's episodes um a lot i don't think i've seen season two's episodes nearly as much me neither i don't have much 
I've definitely seen some of season two because I remember mm-hmm. Lisa Zemo's character redesign. Which I, I does that happen? Here? I thought that was a season three thing. Oh, is it season three? It might be. Yeah. Oh, then maybe I haven't seen as much of season two as I thought. Yeah, I don't. I don't quote me on that. I the reason I'm thinking that now though is I think we would have seen it if it happened in season two. You think it would have been at the start? Yeah, I think it would have happened. I guess that makes sense. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Um, I think it's definitely season three. Because I'm just thinking context-wise around it. It literally has to do with, like, the season changes. And that's it. Like, it, it goes from, like, uh, spring to, like, late spring. Or, like, yeah. winter to late spring or something like that. And it's like, oh, her allergies are gone. Uh, Red, the last thing we have to do is rate this episode. This was a good episode. This was a good start to the season. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty happy. I think the second segment does suffer from being a bit on the derivative side, Mm -hmm. but it definitely feels like a better version of what we saw before. Yeah. Um, It... It's so weird. Had this been like any other show, I feel like seeing something like this where so much of it felt familiar um, would have driven me insane. But for whatever reason, I was perfectly happy to be here. Me too. I, it, yeah. it made sense contextually. And I think the stuff that was being lifted, it wasn't like, oh, let's reuse some of our best material. Mm-hmm. It was more, let's do this again, but better. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling so. I'm just looking. I gave first day slash locker is a 7.5. This doesn't feel, I don't know. I'm like, do I give it a 7.5? I thought it was better than the, the pilot episode. But Way at the same more. time, is it an 8? Yeah, I think I'll give it an 8, Ren. Let me look at my episode ratings. Yeah. Yeah, see if that'll... Yeah, I give the pilot 6.5. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm also going to give it an 8. Okay. Yeah, we'll start it out there. Um... I think strong showing rent next week. Uh, you and I, so in a week and a half, really, you and I will be talking again. It feels weird though, because it's like tough. you and I talked just a few days ago, but it, uh, it's felt like so long. It's I don't know if that's just me. Low. Yeah. It's because we haven't talked Ned's in a while. I think it has. that um, that's why it feels so, so different to me. Um, oh, I just missed the list of episodes. Let's see. Let's see. So, Ren, let's uh, let's see what we have coming up. Pep rallies see. and lunch. Hoo-hoo! Lunch, which could be good because we know lunch has, um, like, the lunch table situation just shifted in season two. Yeah, we could see some interesting character dynamics here. Yeah, I'd be curious to see, see what goes down. Um, all right. Well, Ren, uh, you and I will be back for that. Um, also, th- this episode is releasing. I'm going to have it released when it's supposed to. Okay. So, like, it's a uh, people aren't going to, you know, no one's experiencing the lull. You know, you're, you not gonna, you're not going to feel the lull. It's going to be like Bryce so, and I never left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even if you if you do feel the lull, right, it's only one episode a week, Ren, right? If you do yeah. feel it, there's so much, there's so much that you could listen to or re-listen to, right? You know, we are one of the most re-listenable podcasts ever because we every episode changes. It does. Yeah, if you go back and you listen to our older episodes, you'll realize that they're different than the first time. But you have to listen to them really carefully. Yeah. I catch the nuances. I promise they're different. They are. They're very different. And if you spot any, let us know. You can spot some. It's like a game. 
Um, well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Check out our Instagram, our Facebook. Ren, you and I got a new Facebook follow today. That's right. Should we name drop them? Yeah, you want to name, name drop them? Yeah, who was it? Uh, yeah, I have my Facebook open. Uh, it was one uh, Morgan. Alaquiak. Yes. This one's to you, Morgan. So thank you. Welcome to the, the community. We're excited to have your input here. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks so much. Take care and have a good rest of your day. Have fun at Morgan's house. Bye. hot wheel in your mouth a hot wheel in my mouth yeah i haven't tried but when i was I... a kid i bit yeah. down on a couple hot wheels <laughs> what was your favorite what was your favorite flavor hot wheel no it was like uh i don't know you get the like metallic taste then you like that no no um so my grandparents when i was like four or five gave me a chocolate bar and it was like wrapped up as a hot wheel and so you could take the tin foil off and eat it and it was chocolate but then uh for a year or two after that i thought maybe you could actually eat a hot wheel that all hot wheels were just made of chocolate did you have a lot of Hot Wheels growing up? My brother did. And did Jordan ever let you eat one of his Hot Wheels? I mean, he didn't let me, but I definitely munched on a couple. <laughs>